With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back as we broadcast live from SEC Media Days. And we're in Atlanta, Georgia, where it is uh, right here, the College Football Hall of Fame. With the unofficial kickoff is what I like to call it of uh, college football. Matt Moscano joins us now we've had matt on before and um, matt is fantastic he's on espn baton rouge new orleans and alexandria and uh, just does a great job of covering lsu from top to bottom so matt thanks for making the time man i appreciate it my pleasure thanks for the invite yeah so um this this uh lsu uh, team they hire anybody in the offseason i might have heard of <laughs> anybody any uh anybody does you know, accents you know what man um Accents, not so much. Not so good there. Jokes, not so Likes to tell jokes. jokes. The jokes aren't so good, though. Um, kind of, you know, hey, man, lean into your strengths a little bit there. But um, The killer rap video. Uh, you know what? I will say this. And um, there's no one that will ever confuse me with being a homer because uh, the last coach at LSU <laughs> literally banned me from any access to anything uh, for being critical of him. But um, I actually... As far as like the dance video thing, wait, help me. I haven't if, seen the dance video. So there was Both a of you. there was a recruit um, from Westgate, which is in the Lafayette area, um, tight end recruit. And when he was on his recruiting visit at LSU, they you know they'll, they'll put the recruits in the uniform and they, they do photo op, photo shots and all that stuff. And so they put like a spinning camera. His name's Danny Lewis, and he kind of told Brian Kelly to jump up on. So Kelly oh, jumped I didn't up see on that. the podium. Okay. He was dancing. It was silly. It went it went super viral. Yeah. Um, but I guess my take is, man, if the recruits like it, then who cares what Twitter people think? Um, I, but I'll tell you this about Brian Kelly. I think when he was here on Monday, um, he really – I don't know if you get to hear him at all, but he really leaned into the all the jokes, and it kind of became less of you're laughing at me and we're laughing together which uh, was was a good way to play because, I mean, Dave, look, you've come to this enough, and you know there's there's different ways coaches handle this event. Some are like Les Miles used to be, where he'll ne- he'll talk in circles, he'll never say anything and leave without making a headline. And then there's people like Mike Leach who just have a good time. Hey, ask me whatever, let's have a good time. I think Brian Kelly has his reputation of being, or the impression is he's cold, he's rigid, Northeastern mm-hmm. guy. He was loose yesterday. And honestly, and I can't say that I know him well. I mean, he was hired in December. We haven't had a ton of access to him throughout the offseason. But every experience I've ever had, he's been that guy. He's been really loose and probably a little more um, fun and carefree than, than, the, than the assumption is about him. Now, we'll see what happens when they lose their first game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. might change, yeah. But right. so far. Yeah. 
has been okay. So I have I have some friends who are Notre Dame fans. Um, weren't big fans of Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. Did not like him very much um, for whatever reason. Why do you think Brian Kelly came to the SEC? I feel like it's it's much harder to win here, especially at you know in the SEC West. Mm-hmm. Why do you think he made that transition from the Notre Dame where their schedule is, let's be honest, fairly fairly easy yeah. to boom right in the middle of the SEC West? Do not send this answer to your Notre Dame friends. They're not going to like it. I will not. Um, because Brian Kelly has one box on his resume that he has not checked. It's winning a national championship. And and I lived in South Bend for a year, so I know I know Notre Dame, I know South Bend, I know the culture very, very well. Um, you cannot win a national championship in Notre Dame anymore. Unless if unless if that university is going to fundamentally alter its its internal mission, they will not be able to get a roster one to eighty five that can match. Alabama or Georgia or, or championship teams. They can be good enough in spots to get into a playoff, which we've seen them do. And when they get to that playoff, we've seen them get dump trucked because they're not good enough one to 85. The state of Indiana does not have talent. Notre Dame's national brand doesn't really matter as much anymore because it used to be with the NBC contract. Notre Dame was on TV every week. Well, not everybody's on TV. Like, Indiana State is on TV every week. You, you know what I mean? Like, right. you don't have the advantage you once had. Notre Dame hasn't won a championship since 1988. 1988. I mean, it's been 35 years. Like, the problem is them. But I'm not saying compromise what you are. But when recruits love facilities, Notre Dame does not have good facilities. When recruits want to see where they're going to live, you know, what apartment on campus at Notre Dame, you live in a dorm room for your first three years. And and there is no exception. There's no athletic dorms. Like my brother went to Notre Dame and his, the guy who lived next door to him was a guy who was a defensive end on the football team. My brother was not a football player. Like it's Notre Dame is culturally a very different place and you can win a lot there. You can win a lot of games there, but the history isn't going to allow them to win today. And as a university, as an athletic department, they are not altering the way they need to to be able to keep up currently. And Brian Kelly was aware enough to know it. Listen, the last three coaches at LSU have won national championships, and two of them were Les Miles and Ed Ogeron. (laughs) Nobody is going to confuse them with great coaches, but they won national championships. Brian Kelly will have every resource he needs to check that box. I'm not saying he will. I I think he will because I've seen Ed Ogeron and Les Miles do it at LSU. Um, but that's why he's here. Why again? Your Notre Dame fans are not going to like that. That's fine. I don't like Notre Dame, so it's okay. <laughs> it's okay with me. But. I don't want to dig into dirty laundry. But how did you and Ed get so sideways? I can't imagine him being irrational. It, <laughs> well, Ed was. Um, so the day that he was hired, uh, he, he was introduced on a Saturday. I remember it very well, and and I hated the hire. I, it's just your LSU. At, at that point, LSU had won a couple of titles since 03. They played for a third. You had every resource. You could have hired anybody. Yeah. Like you could have. And and they, they settled. Um, Joe Oliva had a knee-jerk reaction when Tom Herman, who was their top choice, went to Texas. And he raced Ed Ogeron to the podium to beat Tom Herman at Texas to the podium. And it was – Joe Oliva is the worst athletic director I've ever seen in my life. He's He was absolutely horrible at his job. Um, and so I, I intentionally didn't say anything for two days from Saturday until I went on the air Monday because I had to be really sure. 
that if I went as hard as I knew I was going to go, look in Baton Rouge, if you're at odds with the football program, the coach, like it's tough to do your job for right. what I do. Um, but in the end, I, I don't work for LSU or for Ed Ogeron or for I, I work to do a, a show that's going to be compelling and honest for my audience. And I was very honest that I didn't like the hire and Ed Ogeron didn't like that. I didn't like the hire. And so. So this went way back from literally the day he was hired. Wow. Yeah. That's. A, yeah. A, if you're in the SEC as a head coach and you have rabbit ears, it's a bad thing. Yeah. No, it's very true. You, it, the, all the coaches say they don't listen, but the ones that actually do are the ones that usually get into trouble. I know that we, we talk with a couple of Tennessee players on our side, offthooksports.com, and I, it came out, I guess it's been about a month ago, that uh, Tennessee was picked as one of the upset specials to win at LSU this <laughs> fall. And both players were a little taken aback. Not that, hey, we were picked. It was more along the lines of, is that that big of an upset? Which was interesting. Yeah. I can dig up the quotes for you. You might have interest in them uh, sure. when, when Tennessee rolls around. But just kind of your thoughts on how big of an upset would that be? I still think it would be considerable. It, um, I, you know, on a point spread, it might be because games in Baton Rouge. Um, that's a game that I that does, from an LSU perspective, concern me. Um, I I thought, especially in the second half of the year, I mean, Hendon Hooker looked really good. They had that offense going, and I I know that. They'll come to Baton Rouge. He'll sling it around. They're going to go fast. They're going to score points. So what I don't know about LSU is how is this offense going to look? We don't, we don't even really know who the quarterback is going to be. You have major questions on the offensive line. LSU has tons of talent in spots. I mean, there's still like, you know, what you perceive to be LSU guys on the field. It's just not going to be one to 85, and there's going to be spots where they have big questions. So, I mean, I could definitely see a game that – I mean, LSU played a game at Missouri a couple of years ago that ended 45-41, and LSU lost it. Like, I could see that happening against Tennessee. It, it wouldn't – that would not surprise me in the least. That's crazy, considering LSU is – you know, a lot of the players in the NFL have DBU next yeah. to their – you know. It's oh, yeah. not like that anymore at LSU. At least it hasn't been under, you know, Ordron when he was there. But I remember his whole – picture do you remember that whole scandal the picture of the co-ed and all that oh, stuff yeah. and that was that was a hot mess i think that was the beginning of the end for him <laughs> everything about ed ogeron was a hot mess he was uh everything that i not to go all off on on ed ogeron but everything that lsu's athletic director now scott woodward wants in a head coach is someone who is polished i mean keep keep in mind the exact opposite yes Scott Woodward was LSU's athletic director. He's an LSU alum, and he was actually working for the university. He was Mark Emmert's number two when Emmert was LSU's chancellor, and that's when they hired Nick Saban. So essentially what Scott Woodward is trying to do right now at LSU is recreate the Nick Saban era, where there's this alignment from university, athletic department, state government, which in Louisiana is – it matters, to say. But – that, that's what they're aiming to do. Well, Ed Ogeron didn't fit that mold of what he wanted, so it wasn't surprising that they ushered him out when, when they had the opportunity to. So as far as sorry, LSU, the NIL, let's just go to that because I'm sure that's been asked a thousand sure. times. How do you think it's affecting LSU, and do you see a, a possibility in the future of that having complications or problems? So it's, it's a great question because it was a big problem at LSU. Um, in the in the a year ago when NIL went live, July one, 
LSU took a bunch of student athletes. Remember Olivia Dunn, the gymnast? Y'all familiar with yes. her? Yeah. She was like the, the first big NIL athlete because she had millions of followers on TikTok and her valuation was nice. So LSU took their PR people and they go to Times Square and they buy a big billboard and it's NILSU. They had this logo made and it's like basically we're open for business. And they did a great job of promoting it. What they didn't do is what other places like Texas A&M and Ohio State did, which was they organized a collective and started pooling money to start distributing NIL deals. LSU just basically said, hey, we're in favor of it. <laughs> and there wasn't. That sounds familiar. Um, <laughs> is that what's happened in Knoxville? <laughs> there may be some of that okay. going on. Well, LSU was behind flatly. There's no there's no other way around it. There were kids. Look, there was a five-star safety from Ponchatoula named Jacoby Matthews who signed with Texas A&M. Kid wanted to go to LSU. He got a really, really nice NIL deal from Texas A&M. Like, I saw the offer sheet that they gave him, that their collective gave him. So, to be very clear, I'm not only Jimbo coming around the corner yelling <laughs> at me. But um, LSU was behind. But, I, but if you've paid attention to their recruiting here in the last you – know, really since the 4th of July – um, they've been on fire, and and it's there's a pretty honest correlation with the fact that they've a state law in Louisiana changed, which allows for collectives, and it's being funded now. And, and LSU's NIL presence is rolling, and I suspect it will continue to. And it's you have to play that game until something changes. If it, if something changes, that's that's the way this game is going to be played, and the haves and the have-nots are going to be separated. And, and LSU needs to be in the group of the haves. Matt Moscano joining us again with uh, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and Alexandria. We appreciate the time, Matt. We'll, My pleasure. We'll see if that's a, an upset or not. And uh, how w- would you put it at right now? I'd, I would have it at about five and a half, six point LSU favorite. Two oh, I'd have, said, I'd have said three. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Good stuff. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.